0: Shabbos, Parshas B'Shala, Shabbos Shabbashira, Minog Yisrael is to put out some breadcrumbs today in a place where people don't walk and there won't be, uh, uh problems. It's, uh, giving food for the birds. It's a very hafletika idea. But I want to talk about something that's very, the beginning of the Parsha. I was Zilcha many years ago to go to the stipler and, uh, so, we used to go there to the stipler, had of and we used to buy his farm, and he would only sell you a Sefer if you'd learn it. So, I remember, I think, in my first year in Neveh, I wasn't, uh, holding in such big eons. I got something, but, uh, one of the Kilis Yaakovs, what we were learning. And then I got, also got, uh, a, the Sefer Chayyar Olam and, and Birkus, uh, and, and his other, a few swarm, he, that was more on Musr and, uh, and so he had on Parshas B'Shalach, So he asked the question: Why didn't Hashem send us straight into Eretz Yisrael within two weeks? Go straight into Eretz Israel. Why did He send us? The pasuk says, "Lo Nacham Derech Eretz Yikarovu." Send us around because it's close, close to Milchama. If the if the would start a war with us, we'd get afraid and we want to go back to Mitzrayim. That's what it seems to be the the reason in order to avoid a milchama straight after leaving Mitzrayim, he made us go go rum and a rum, as they say, around and around in different ways in order to avoid that confrontation. So the the of says, normally we look at at the at a person who has a confrontation and and is able to be matzliach and not fall and he has a test and he passes the test, that's a huge person that's a person of strength and character. and uh, But he said that sometimes you have to know where you're holding. And sometimes a person is not ready for a confrontation. And we know the famous idea that a kosh only sends you a test that you could handle. He doesn't send you something that you can't handle. So therefore, if you are able to pass the test, then you will be given the test. And if you can't pass it, you're not going to be given the test. And that's why, Kursh Baruch Hu, send us not straight to the police room, because we wouldn't be able to hand it at that, at that moment in time. Sometimes we have to know where we're holding. And the, the idea, used to back in the days in, in Manhattan, there was a, a district where the lights weren't always white, sometimes they were red. And on Maven Yavin, it was not a very, the 42nd Street, it was not a place for Yiddish people to, to live. So I asked, uh, you know, what's a bigger accomplishment for a Yid to live there in that area, the bad neighborhood, and retain his Kedusha? Or would it be more of a, better for him to live in the shtetl, surrounded by tzaddikim? And this way he's Shomer himself. So lots of, many people think that it's much a bigger accomplishment to live in a, a place of challenge. The Stifa says, from here we see that a Koshborhu if you're not in that situation, don't put yourself in that situation. That it's more important for a person to try to ensconce himself and surround himself with people that would help him always maintain a level of Kedusha and Tyra that he won't fall. And that's the, that's the way that a person should approach life, not to put himself and test him how strong he is, we're not boxers, and we're not looking for challenges. We're not the heavyweight cha- championship. We're trying to win it. Hashem will send us the challenges, and the sa- challenges He sends us. If we get a challenge, that's a sign that we can win. So Hashem should bless us first of all that to not give ourselves challenges. And any time we get a challenge, we should know that Hashem is telling us we can pass the challenge. Now, a lot of times we think that in order to pass the challenge, you have to be perfect. And uh, many tadikam explained that we don't know exactly what the challenge is. And I've said this, mushal uh, countless times, because it's such an important nisod, such a fundamental principle that I think everybody needs to know this. And uh, the famous story of the group that was trying out for the Russian Navy SEALs, Oh no! Navy SEALs are like the equivalent of the most elite force of the Russian army 150 years ago, and uh, the commandant or whatever he was called, the uh, commissar, is, 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 I think he was standing there with a stopwatch and a, a notepad, and he had people get up on this bucking bronco, this wild vilda fair, the wild horse, and people get up and he you know write things down. They fall up, they get back again like. The maximum time a person was on there was like a minute. This guy, Igor, gets on this, on the horse. He hops on the horse, smashes the horse, and then like, he like manhandles the horse. He stays on there for 10 minutes. Finally he gets thrown off the horse. And he walks away, you know, bows to the crowd and like, you know, he knows he's a, he's a a sure fit for this elite unit. So they announced that in an hour they're going to post who made the the, the the unit, and who didn't, or who made the unit? So uh, he goes back there an hour they see somebody posting the list on the door, goes over there, and looks at the top of the list. Where's Igor? No, second, no, there's only 15 names, and 15. His name is not on there. He knocks on the door. "Come I, I was on the horse for 10 minutes. Why am I not at the top of the list?" And he says, "You fool, you idiot." What are we testing? We're not testing the skills of who can wi- ride wild horses. That's not so commonly used in the army that that's gonna determine the factor. What we're testing is how long does it take you to get back up once you fall? How dedicated are you? And I think that's something that we need to understand that the passing the test doesn't necessarily always mean successfully you know not not giving in and and holding back and and avoiding all the the downfalls what could be the greatest sign of success is that a person even if he falls he gets back up and he's ready to fight again and uh, and sometimes you know a person's not ready to say no forever sometimes you just say no just for today and maybe even less and it's a, it's a big yesod that when a person wants to, um, really be able to beat his Eitzehara, probably one of the most important ways of doing it is to determine, I'm not going to be a slave to my Eitzehara. This week's Parsha is Parsha's B'Shalach, where the Yidin came out of Mitzrayim. We went th- through the sea and we came out on the other side totally free. We saw our enemies dead at our feet. Finally, we knew that we don't have that challenge anymore. It was a huge, huge, huge bracha. But sometimes a person has to see and, and have confidence in themselves that they could do it and pursue and, and be able to always rise above. It's not always so common that a person is able to be successful all the time, but the idea is not to judge ourselves, not to give up. Even if we say no and push off our Yetzihorah for a few minutes, that's an accomplishment as well. And I think that that's, there's something called the Tainus The Harivad, you now we're in the middle of shoving some people fast. Uh, probably not Kedai to fast if you're not going to be able to learn so much Torah. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure if I mentioned it, there are two sons of, uh, grandsons of the Babasali. So they have the custom to fast from Motzei Shabbos, Parshas Bo, till Kiddush tonight, Parshas Beshalach. Till Parshas Beshalach, Kiddush, Friday night, they fast six days straight, no water, no food, nothing, nothing. Night, day, 24, 6. And the Babasali told them, I only allow you to fast if you promise, You're not going to detract at all from your Torah learning because the Torah learning is so much more valuable than the fasting that if the fasting would make you learn less Torah, don't fast. So they have something called the Tainas Haraibid, which is just all you do is not eat the last piece of food on your plate. What it basically is doing is saying, I'm not going to give in to things that are even mutter to me. And if it's mutter to me and I don't do it, why would I even listen to you tihara, when you come and tell me to do something in So that's a nice kavachomer. I don't even do the mutter thing, so why would I do the Asr things? But there's also this idea that when a person pushes off his Yetzir and tells him, you know what? Maybe come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. And the reason is just to tell the Yetzir that I'm not your slave. You can't dictate to me, come on, do it now come on, you know you want to have that cheeseburger or whatever it is that a person, the various people do. But that's what we have to do. We have to practice and try to fortify our courage and our strength in saying no and not being slaves. Just like we were came out on the other side, we are no longer slaves to the Egyptians. We saw them dead. So too we should recognize that every Yetzirah that comes and attacks us is really a facade. He's got no reality. He's the grand illusion. That's the Yetzirah's thing is to make this whole thing seem to be what it's not. That's why the Tzaddikim, they see the Yetzirah as a hair. And the Rashaim look at it as a huge mountain. How could we ever... Defeat that mountain. So he can look at his little hair. It's nothing. And that's why they're successful. Hashem should help us all see the great strengths that we have and every time we get a challenge, know that Hashem says you could pass the test. And know that passing the test doesn't always mean never ever making a mistake whatsoever, but it even means that if I hold out for a certain amount of time, that's also an accomplishment. And we can exercise that mu- muscle and hopefully never give in ever. So Hashem should help us that this Rav Shira will be able to be Zohar Zayin, to sing songs coming out on the other side Hashem, when Mashiach comes and takes us out and we'll see how the Yitzhar was such a, a, a little hair was nothing and that we'll say how are we Zohar to overcome the challenges and temptations and B'Zah Hashem shall all be Zohar to see each other dancing in Yisholai Mir having been successful in greeting the Pesnei B'Shirat Tikkun B'Mehir Yemei Bench, Zayge Zutn